I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode, my alignment masterstroke, buying our home. Today, I'm going to tell you a story, and it's the story of us buying our home early in 2022. And I wanted to share this story with you because it really has some quite remarkable alignment elements. And it was a really, it's a really, to me, quite amazing example of how things can click into place even when you don't believe that it is possible and you cannot see how it's going to fall into place, but you continue to do the work and you continue to hold that long-term vision and you let go of the timelines and you don't make it mean something if you don't achieve that goal within a set time frame, but you know that you're going to be taking steps towards it. And at some point in the future, you're going to achieve your goal or you're going to take meaningful steps towards that goal. Now, I want to preface this by saying, like, I to completely understand that manifesting a home, and it wasn't manifesting, I mean, we bought the home, you know, Um, but buying a home, I understand it's a really privileged thing to be able to do. I'm not saying it's the same as just like, you know, a, a quick manifestation of, you know, something that could be quite instantaneous. Obviously, there's a lot of behind the scenes work and Um, elements that come into play so that that goal can be achieved. And I don't want to suggest any of that was magic or that, you know, I didn't have like a, a really systematic savings process in place or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like it just magicked up one day. It was, there was all of that work behind it, but there was a lot of alignment work and clearing of blocks, both energetic and practical and emotional that went along, went, uh, happened so that this goal was able to be achieved. And when I tell you the story of the actual purchase, like that's the real magical alignment bit where it's just like, holy cow, like it just happened. Like it was, like it was meant to happen. It happened like the house wanted us to buy it is the way that I felt. So I will get to that bit, but I thought what could be really useful is also to share some of the things that I did as I was preparing (laughs) to buy, because the truth is it was, it was a long-term goal and it was something that we were working towards over a long period of time. Um, when Sean and I met, he did own a property, which he sold, but wasn't like he walked away with money out of that. I had previously had a property and when I sold that equally, I did not walk away with money from that. And anyway, that was its own separate story, but I had a bit of emotional baggage around the idea of owning a property altogether. When I um, was selling that property, it took a long time, around 10 months of me paying this mortgage while I was back in South Australia, living with family, just waiting for this like block and chain to, to be removed. And finally it did happen. But suffice to say, I was in, I had no enthusiasm for buying property for a very long time and had to do a lot of work. So that's where I'll begin 
was I did have to do a lot of forgiveness work. And the process that I use was a process that Denise Duffield Thomas teaches. She teaches it in her uh, money boot camp, but also it's in her books as well. I think Get Rich Lucky Bitch might be the book where she talks about um, the forgiveness process that she teaches. But basically, I went through all of the memories that I could think of that were associated with owning property and buying property and risks of that and any burden or stress or pressure around that and just went through each of those memories and processed and released them. Another thing that I did in this um, preparatory stage was I did some alignment work using my alignment process. And early in 2022, I re-recorded the modules for Align and Attract, my group program. And when I was devising my own goals for each of the modules, I incorporated an aspect of purchasing a house within that so when aligning to the big picture it was you know being able to have the life that I desire and have you know the family base that I desired when we're aligning to our ideal clients I did my own goal additionally about aligning to attracting all of the right people as we went through the process of buying a house. Now, I will say, as I was doing this, I did not think this goal is happening imminently. I was thinking it will happen sometime in the next few years, the next couple of years probably. Um, But even so, I was aligning as if, you know, it was going to happen at some point. (laughs) And I can say that going through my alignment process going through the new modules of align and attract with that focus had a massive effect so if you have been thinking about align and attract we haven't yet looked at the program i would have a look because it's really powerful and it really created a lot of energetic momentum for me in terms of becoming more aligned internally with what it is that i want and then being able to create or take the actions that supported me as well another thing that i did was i did some free training actually with Haley carr in the lead up to her nlp sort of certification she did a a week-long series of classes where she was teaching NLP techniques and and I did all those techniques based on buying a house. One of the things that I'll share that we did as a part of that was when you've got this big goal, she says, devise your stage one. So what's phase one of achieving that goal? So we executed phase one, which was doing a big declutter, taking some things to the tip, Sean cleared out all the shed, you know, we were doing all of that kind of thing. So that was our phase one. And the idea is you finish that and then it's like, what's our next phase one? Well, then our next phase one arrived. So (laughs) as a part of the NLP as well, I did some work on this belief that I had around, um, rich older men being intimidating to me (laughs) and I was thinking of the landlord of this house so I did some work on flipping that around flipping my belief and really you know instilling the beliefs that I wanted to be able to hold which was I'm respected I 
am equal to anyone, that I can stand my ground, that I'm really very confident in all situations, etc. And I just put one extra thing in a bit off the cuff, which said I I can have the upper hand, which I'm sort of a bit embarrassed to say because it's, you know, a little a bit of a funny thing to say because surely it doesn't, you know, you don't need to have the upper hand, just be equal. But anyway, I threw it in there. So the first thing that happened after we've executed phase one was we got a call from the landlord one day saying the land, sorry, from the real estate agent saying the landlord wanted to move back in. So we're like, really? That's interesting. <laughs> we're not quite ready for this. Anyway, got off the call and then realized, hey, we're actually in a fixed term lease. They cannot actually do that. So I rang back and really had to stand my ground, which was very interesting and be very firm and say, look, legally, we are not obligated to do this. And even when this person was then saying, no, you're not legally, but, you know, on compassionate grounds, maybe you might. It's like, well, no, we're not going to, on compassionate grounds, put ourselves in a really difficult situation in this current market, which the rental market is difficult here as well as I think it is in many places. So anyhow, that was a really interesting thing of me realizing, actually, I do have the upper hand. I've got a contract. I don't need to move out. Um, So anyway, this kind of kick-started us. And our next phase one became, we need to get our our stuff in order here. We need to actually speak to our broker and find out what we can actually borrow and get the ball rolling. Like we don't want to be in this position where we can have these have these kind of conversations and people want us to move out or whatever, um, even you know outside of the terms of our lease. So um, we got this new phase one rolling. Now. <sighs> Fast forward just a few weeks, <laughs> we're nearly complete with that process with the broker. It's not quite not quite done, but just about done. I we've been looking at different properties, many compromises. My goodness, we're thinking we have to compromise. Look at this market; it's disaster. Everyone has to compromise. You still end up spending a lot even when you do compromise. It's ridiculous. But you know, we're also thinking we don't have to buy. Look, we'll just wait and see. But this is not looking good. There's not many properties, and they're not. You know, if they are great, then they're, if they're good, they're very expensive. If they're great, they're ridiculous. So we looked at a property, which was quite nice, quite lovely, but, you know, train at the back, back, back fence and freight train, middle of the night, 2 a.m., comes through twice a week. So no good. Another one on a main road, also no good. <laughs> We're thinking, gosh, what are we going to end up with here? Then I found this property. I'd overlooked it several times, just thinking this is out of our budget anyway. Well, it will be. It wasn't listed as a price. And I just sent it through to Sean one afternoon and just said, oh, hey, this property is open tonight. If you have time at six o'clock, he wrote back and just said that that would be out of budget. End of story. It's like, yeah, I I kind of agree. So that was the end of that. Anyway, 20 past six, messaged him, hey, like what time are you getting home from work today? And he's like, oh, I just stopped and looked at that property. It's like, oh, really interesting. Okay, forgot about that. Got home. So how was the property? And he was like glowing. And he's like, it was amazing. I'm like, really? Yeah, he's like, I'm sure it's out of budget. But yeah, it was really fantastic property. It would actually be perfect for us. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. And it was so funny because the agent like was just really funny about it too. She's just like, oh my God, you're going to buy this property. I can feel it. 
I've just got the vibe. And we were just like laughing. It's like, oh God, I'm sure she says that to everyone. And anyway, I did contact her that night. She rang me back and arranged a private inspection for me the following day. I nearly cancelled because I was like, this is a bit silly because our finance isn't ready. And also, I don't think we can afford this property. But anyway, I suppose it is a, a pretty much our ideal property. So I'll go and have a look anyway because, you know, it's good to have that bar set of what it is that we want. I can do a little bit of like aligning with, you know, this property and then or something better. That was my thought. So on I went, I'm like, walked around, I'm like, oh, I'd buy this in a heartbeat. Like, this is great. This is amazing. And I'm like, yep, it's going to be out of budget. Also, I said to the real estate agent, our finance isn't quite ready. So the auction was in two days. <laughs> like, I just don't, yeah, basically, I was trying to be polite, but I'm like, we're not going to be buying it. But anyway, thanks for showing me around. I hope you don't feel like you wasted your time. Next, the day of the auction, we arrive five minutes before the auction is due to start. And they said to me, are you planning to bid today? As I was walking in, someone I hadn't seen before. And I said, no, um, our finance isn't quite ready. So she said, hmm, maybe you should speak to the auctioneer because depending on how close it is, you might be able to. So I was like, well, okay, fine. I'll talk to the auctioneer. That's fine. No problemo. I spoke to him. He used to be a broker. And he said, well, you probably are actually totally fine. Like, okay, well, I'm not going to take your word for it. Meanwhile, Sean's not even there yet. I have then um, spoken to the agent who had shown us through and said, you know, like, we don't, we don't really think this is going to be a possibility for us today. And she said, well, there's actually only one other registered bidder. I was like, really? Then I went back to my standard thing of, I just don't, I think this is going to go out of our budget. And they said to me, this property is going to sell for between this amount and this amount. And when they told me that, I was like, if that is what happens, I want to buy it. Like that's actually in budget. So <laughs> Sean was not there yet. We both come from Charlie's soccer training and um, we're driven separately. So I'm like, Sean, um, whereabouts are you? <laughs> Can you just like hurry up? So off he comes and I tell him the story and he was just like straight away. He won't mind me saying this, a bit of a mess. He's just like, what? Oh my God. I don't know. I said, hey, why don't you just call the broker? Because who knows, you know, and I just kind of thought, do you know what, this will just end this conversation uh, because the broker won't answer. The broker answers. The broker says, sure, you can bid today. There is no problems with you doing that. This is a done deal. It's totally fine. We're <laughs> totally shocked. <laughs> so Sean and I went out the back, had a quick discussion, decided what we were happy to bid. I said, don't worry, I will, I will do this. I will bid. And this is like so out of character for me, really. I don't like um, high stress, high stakes situations, really. Like if I'd had a chance to think about this in advance, I would have been like freaking out. This would have been like awful. And so because it was all so in the moment, I went for it and I decided to do the bidding. And meanwhile... I was able, I was so calm about it. I was so detached. I just looked at the house. So we're sitting out on the deck and I just said to the house, if we're meant to have this, then this will work out and it'll be the right price. And so you'll need to take care of it. And I went through and bid in the auction and it was, there were several other bidders 
in the end, but we were really the only serious bidder. And I was complimented by the agent, which I have to tell you, because it was just so funny. That was like, you have just been so cool, so calm. You've slowed the auction down. You've just really, that's basically like, you're basically making the auctioneer sweat. (laughs) But I was so detached. I just sat there and I just reminded myself, you do not need to buy this property today. Like this is totally, um, this is totally a detached situation. I felt so detached because it was just so last minute, but also I could have the certainty that I had that I was willing to bid because I knew, I just felt that it was a great property for us. Anyway, in the end, we didn't, it didn't meet reserves. So we had a private negotiation um, immediately, like after, you know, outside of the bidding scenario in the bedrooms and we came to an agreement and we bought the properties. <laughs> it was so amazing. And Sean had to leave pretty much as soon as paperwork was signed because the kids poured darlings. I always take food everywhere for them. For this, for some reason on this day, I didn't even have food because I just thought we'd be so quick at the auction and then we'd go and get lunch for them. So they were starving. So he'd taken them off. So I've got a photo of me in front of the auction sign with the, the auctioneer. No, none of the rest of my family um, having purchased this house. As you can imagine, I was like so cool and calm in the moment, but later that day, I was actually in a total state of shock. And during the next week, I did have some moments of really quite high anxiety. I just think the speed at which it all came together and how it came together, like it just took a little bit for my nervous system to calibrate too. And the other thing, which I forgot to mention was that during like the process of even just having a quick look around before the auction started, I remember thinking like, I am, I'm not ready to buy a house today. I'm not dressed appropriately. I'm just wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I, I I don't feel like I have uh, manifested this correctly, (laughs) correctly in inverted commas, because I, you know, I I should have been like calibrating. It's like, I'm going, I'm jumping too much in one go. I'm going from like my, like what's the word that Denise uses? It's my like budget class. Basically, I'm going straight from economy class to first class in one fell swoop. And I should have been upgrading more incrementally along the way. Like I really was having a bit of a shooting time on myself. Um, so, and then I really noticed that week afterwards, there was a little bit of deserving stuff that came up and like, is it okay? And I was really, I told friends and family and everything, and we rang lots of people, but I was really, um, it took me quite some time before I felt comfortable to share the news more publicly because I just had to allow it to settle and calibrate for myself in my own system. And now it does feel really integrated and it just feels like the next logical um, step for our family. And we're just really, really grateful, of course, with the way it all went down. And yeah, first property we've ever been on. <laughs> and we bought it, which is just like the opposite, as you can imagine, of what most stories are, or indeed probably a lot of the stories that you're hearing as well. So for me, I think one of the things that I really um, 
not clung to, what's the word, that I really anchored to in the lead up was just remembering there are lots of people who are still, whether it's buying a house or they're still achieving a certain goal or a certain dream that you, that you might have, if you think about one for yourself now, people are achieving those goals and dreams all the time in all sorts of circumstances, in all sorts of situations. And sometimes it is going to be more of that incremental thing where you maybe it's like you are renting a house, then you rent a house that you like better, or you strategically start decide to downsize. And when I talk about the patience, like we've certainly lived in a house that I've had some problems with. And in fact, I've had to, you know, share my office with my daughter's bedroom and all sorts of compromises, which then ultimately has led, you know, to us being able to achieve the bigger goal more quickly than if I'd been incrementally upgrading along the way. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, there's all those different aspects to it, but it's like, just take, see what you can take out of that story for yourself and that what you can remind yourself of. And even if it is just cool things happen, exciting things happen, things happen that you don't expect. They happen in ways you don't expect. Even if you just take that really broad um, view and like you take that away and that energy of that possibility and opportunity and that yeah you deserve really great things to happen to you as well and I wish all the great things for you thank you so much for listening this was episode 43 of the align and attract podcast and that means you can find all of the relevant show notes over at align and slash blog slash magic. Now my word for 2022 was home. So I'm certainly seeing that take shape this year. And one of the things that I have also found really supportive this year was the group Reiki healing that I did for everyone on my mailing list to support them throughout 2022. If you do not have a copy, you can get that at alignandattract.com slash Reiki. And if you have already received it, now might be a good time to go back and to re-listen to that Reiki healing and think about your word of the year if you had one and how this year is taking shape for you one of the things that did come up in that reiki healing was that for many of us this first half of the year would feel like a lot of preparation getting ready getting organized getting things in order potentially having to be patient and maybe feel like you are waiting for something and there was this reminder to remember the other areas of your life that are flowing and also the reiki healing said that many of us would really feel this sense of go and forward movement from around the middle of the year forwards and I am certainly feeling in sync with that so I'd love to hear how you are feeling with it as well once you've had a chance to listen to that Reiki either for the first time or again so that was at alignatrack.com slash Reiki you can let me know on my Instagram if you like at Kerry Rowett send me a DM or you can just leave a comment on a post if you would like to as well. I did share with you how I used 
my alignment process that I teach in Align and Attract, my group program, as I was aligning with my desire to own a home, to purchase a home, and you know, I had really kept that open as to when that might happen. And as it turned out, it did happen a lot quicker than what I had expected. But there was a lot of work, as I said, that led to the point that then enabled it to flow so quickly and to fall into place so fast. And if you don't already have your own process and your own way to clear your own blocks, to get out of your own way, to release the negative thoughts that might come up for you when you are looking to achieve a specific goal, or even, you know, as you move forwards, creating the business and the life that you might really desire, then my Align and Attract program could be just the thing to support you with that because I really teach you how to clarify what it is that you really want in different parts of your business. So first of all, looking at your big picture, your ideal clients, your pricing, your income goals, and the numbers of clients and participants you'd love to be able to attract into your business world. And I help you to identify specifically what is blocking you from being able to have that alignment with your goals so that you can then take those steps and move forwards and create the outcomes that you really desire in your life. So you can take a look at Align and Attract at alignandattract.com slash course. And there are so many amazing testimonials on that page from people who have shared how Align and Attract has really worked so incredibly well for them as well. So thank you again for being here and I will see you next time.